Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. One game, one win. Three points on the board for the Gunners at Newcastle yesterday in the Premier League. Pierre-Emerick or Bamiang off the mark. Is the golden boot awaiting? What a start to the season for Arsenal. It's the Arsenal Fan Show on Lost Spot Radio. Me, Matt Biddle, here with the guys from Gunnerstown. How are we, chaps? Good evening. How are you? Doing well, despite oh. the rain. <clears throat> despite the rain, yes. Mm. Very rainy yesterday as oh, well, wasn't up it? There. Yeah. I've, I've turned up there, shorts and T-shirt. Didn't look at the weather report. <laughs> I left sunny South London. Bright sunshine. So you went up there? Yeah, I went up there, yeah. I went up there yesterday. Um, left early doors. As I said, shorts and T-shirt. Bright sunshine. You tried to fit in with the locals, I've got to Newcastle. Oh, my God. The rain was hammering it down. So I bought a little umbrella. What? Did you really? Yeah, no. It was, it was smashing down. Jobs. It was smashing down. Really? Yeah, WH Smith's at the airport. So was that most of the... You flew up there? No, no, I've got a, a, a station, I mean, sorry. Oh, a train. I train. say, crikey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, I've got the train. raking it in. We've got the train up there. Oh, OK. Yeah, no, so I've was got... that the case for most people? Most people went up in summer gear? Um, no, I think most people would have looked at their phone and uh, <laughs> probably preempted what was happening. But Not Charlie, though. I was out Saturday night, so... <laughs> Got up, just got up and we looked at the weather. It was nice and yeah, nice. No, it was all worth it though. Good result. Well, I tell you what, I, I mentioned uh, Aubameyang from the outset. There, we're just going to talk about him because he's absolutely brilliant. He's class. He's mm. just absolutely brilliant. There's no other way to describe him. Yeah. He just scores <coughs> goals. You know, for me, last season I wasn't sure. I, was, I, I couldn't I remember. I sent you, Trevor. I couldn't quite work him out. He scores goals, but he didn't seem to do very much else but I looked at him yesterday and I have to say his work rate I mean he was and at first of all I thought it was pretty isolated there was no one running behind, beyond him really I think, and he was occupied by three defenders he kept on having to go wide they played to get quite the deep and all at some yeah. point didn't they because they, yeah. they wanted to I've been up Newcastle before when you're so high up yeah. you, you can, can always see good such a good point. view yeah. of the pitch and now you can see so much space in behind yeah. which would be perfect for him but they did they sat back yeah. a bit Exactly to try and sort of stop that I think and he, instead he worked he worked Along the front the, a lot yeah. didn't he yeah. and I thought he linked up well with Nelson. Nelson did, and and I'm Mkhitaryan, we go on to Mkhitaryan, no doubt, and he, he's got a lot of stick mm. on social media. Mm. There's no one on that pitch who worked hard on him yesterday. His final ball at the end was a little bit... weren't too good, but his work rate, I thought, was fantastic. But back to Bamiyang, yeah, the one where Mkhitaryan clipped it through to him yeah, in the first half, save. I think it was a yeah. good save. And the goal, yeah. if, if, if you've played football, that's a... That's a difficult, difficult thing what you've done. In those the way you brought that down. The fact that that skipped yeah. off the surface. The first, yeah. first touch. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just think, and he was always a threat. He was always, he's yeah. always running 90 minutes. The predicament is now, I think he's better down the middle, mm. personally. Yeah. But you can't have him and Lacazette down the middle together, obviously, because... You could do... you What you could do is have Lacazette in Willock's position if you wanted to alternate. I mean, obviously, you've got Ozil to come back and he will... At mm. some point, I imagine, you know, if his relationship was any good with um, with uh, Emery, he'll, he'll be number 10. But yeah. I have always thought that Lacazette could play that role behind um, Aubameyang. I, I think we got, you look at Liverpool, and Firmino, Mane, Salah, mm. the way that works, mm-hmm. and with Ozil, I think what I would like to see, which I think could happen for the first time ever, really, while Ozil had been at this club, 
we could get the best out of him, hopefully, by Lacazette drops a little bit deeper, sucks some defenders, and then you've got Pepe and Aubameyang, hopefully, runs in behind, and then sort mm. of... So that's in a 4 3 I'll, three, put, I'll give it as a three still, mm. but Lacazette would have to keep coming in a bit and then they come in behind. Anyway, yeah. yeah, so I think, yeah. but it's positive. I mean, you got to look at it yesterday. There was a lot of apprehension on social media with, with the starting lineup. Mm. Were you happy with it, the starting lineup? Uh, it was the best eleven you could have. So you could do, right? fitness, yeah, of course, fitness yeah. wise, yeah. And I think people got to get you. This is the future of Arsenal Football Club. Joe Willock and Reese Nelson. People have been screaming for sort of the youth to sort of come mm. through. This is a, this is our future. Yeah, get used to it. Give them a chance. Yeah. They can't go up to Newcastle one first game of the season and not be given a chance, and we might as well loan them out. Well, absolutely, and we just mentioned this off air that the Halen products in Joe Willock, um, Nelson, and Maitland Niles. I mean, great to see them. All three of them had good games. I thought Maitland Niles had his probably his best game in that position. Yeah, you know, and he, he got was, kicked. Yeah, kick proper right kicked a bit, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he had a great game in that position. I mean, <coughs> you know, the, the, his anticipation, his athleticism for that goal, setting oh, up that goal was unbelievable. See the space he made yeah, up. exactly. You know, and the delivery as well, the execution of the ball as well. Because like, obviously, Schnellschels has gone out to, has been dragged yep. out to meet him, in it, and he's kind of whipped it around him. Right there was into, one as well that I think the new guy who came on for them with the hair. Um, Alan San Maximum. Yeah, yeah. He had loads of space and mm. he, he got away. And he, yeah. I thought, oh, we're in trouble. And the ground, mate, an old mate, yeah. made a sliding tackle. And I think he even managed to tackle him, got it off of him. Yeah. It was brilliant. Well, that's the thing about him. He's got that, that athleticism, that mm. natural athleticism. I, I think that, I mean, I've been saying it since this summer. I think <laughs> now that we know Bellingham is not going to be back before October, possibly November, I mean, depends. Just he's got a good run. the Villa game, you know? Yeah. He's got a good chance to really sort of like cement this 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 role for him for himself or, or be a contender. I don't think he's going to go into midfield. Do you think he wants to play right? I was going to say, I does he want to play? I think he'll want to play. It's not going to. Be, it's probably not his favourite position, but he mm. wants to be there. He wants to be somewhere in that eleven starting. I don't. See, I, don't I can't see, see him in midfield. I can't see him going no, into midfield. I, can't. I think his his best option really is to 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 try and do as much as he can to to to, to make as much of an impression in that right back right wing back role. And compete with Bellerin when he comes back. This is, he's got a good eight games to go to run at it. I think before Bellerin comes it was, back. Um, it was interesting listening to Unai Emery on Maitland Niles after the game. He said, "I think he can do more." We've been watching movies together. I'm presuming he means movies of games. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting around watching rom coms <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, "I said to him today, congratulations. But your challenge is to be consistent, not just today, yeah. tomorrow, <clears throat> and next week as That's well." It. I think. Got told from someone at the end of the season that he got a bit frustrated with the Niles towards the end, mm-hmm. Emery. But we haven't got no one else there. Mm-hmm. So I think that we need to... Back him. Back him, yeah. I think with a positive result yesterday and Emery coming out now publicly applauding yeah. him, it can only be good. Mm-hmm. I, think, so, I think what they're doing is we're working, they're working really hard on him. Mm. They really, it must be working really, really. I mean, that, is it Carcedo or whatever? Yeah, Carcedo. Yeah. I imagine he's doing a lot of one-on-ones with him, trying to get the positioning because he's got the natural. He's got the natural, the naturals for the position. He's just, he's, he's switched on. He's got to be yeah, switched he on. Does, all he times. does have them lapsed concentrations, yeah, and he does. But he's a young kid as yeah, well. Exactly. I mean, people don't understand that he, he's still young. Yeah. Like, he's been involved in our first team setup quite a lot lately. Yeah. And he's still young, so yeah. that's what people forget about. Yeah. And uh, as we're going on, obviously, it's a couple of new faces yesterday another youth person Martin Ellie getting a shout yeah. which, which is no one well, would have thought that absolutely I mean this seemed like a classic signing of the Wenger era where you signed a youngster and yeah. he wasn't going to turn up for at least six months he'll probably turn up in the Carabao Cup a couple of times <laughs> yeah. but he looked good yeah. in pre-season and yeah got minutes and what I liked about it not, the fact that, not only the fact that he was a youngster it's the fact that 
Emery thought, right, we've got a one nil league. Usually, you'd expect him to protect it. Torreira, Torreira, or maybe Luis. He didn't. He He's thought, like, let's go out because they were they were, they, they, yeah. they were getting tired. The Newcastle yeah. boys, and he thought, right, put him on, put him, put Pepe on, and stretch him. Which mm. is a good tactical decision, really. Is, yeah, of you know what I mean? You know, and, 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 you know, you hope to see. I mean, Newcastle. It's difficult to say how much of a test Newcastle was. I mean, the first half they, you know, they 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 you know they got up, they tried to get amongst us. I think they just kind of <coughs> either they we, ran we out of ideas. Didn't threatened at any point, no, no, did we? No, no. Uh, I know that. I know that's weird. I, I mean, I've I got home. I watched match today last night. I taped, got back in. I watched it again. And it made it look like they were all over the first half. No. Yeah, I didn't no. feel like that was there no. then. No. They, the tried, they tried to make a game of it, but I think as time wore on, they just sort of ran out of ideas, and whatever, what ideas they did have. And someone else to mention, I think mm. Callum Chambers should be applauded massively. Yeah. I thought he was excellent yesterday. Yeah. And yeah, there's been so much talk about that centre-back pairing. And yeah. that the great thing about it, I think the fact that no one is talking about him is almost a good thing, because mm. yeah. he's not done anything... To, to warrant anybody giving him some stick mm. people have just gone oh okay decent performance yeah, yeah. And that's the best way because if he, as you said if people would want to jump down his throat mm. straight away but Emery even said after as well he said he wants us to have four centre-halves that are competing yeah. and he mentioned Chambers he mentioned Socrates Holding and Louise yeah so you expected Mustafi to be on his way out I think well, yeah Mustafi I yeah. think he'd be gone well in the week and it's funny because you know, he said he said recently that you know he he spoke to him at the end of the last season, spoke to him pre preseason, spoke to not him. Not able to get rid of him. I know, it, we've not it, been able to get rid of him. He's very comfortable, and I know we've spoken to him before about people booing players. I think generally maybe the final now in the coffee in Mustafi's head was getting booed at the Emirates Cup, getting booed at a fans' event in America. But being left out of the squad last yesterday must have been. Also, quite a kick in the teeth. Yeah, of course. You know. Well, I think he's been told before that. Yeah, that but I mean, the still, yeah, still, I've seen you know, things so about. It's, it's showing that your fifth choice. He said he'll use it because he's a good player if he needs to. But that's your fifth choice defender once Holding comes back. Mm. You know, so and you're an international and you're supposed to be an established player. It can't be good. You can't be looking at the situation and thinking, you know, I'll just sit on my whatever it is, hundred grand a week or whatever, and I'll see out in the next two he's, years. He's not he's, that old, is he? He's twenty-seven. He's in his prime, prime years of his, of his of his of his years. So I. I don't know how he's thinking, but personally, myself, I'd expect my management team and my representatives to sit down and say, look, what's our best option? You know, and if Arsenal can pay, subsidise some of the wages, do it. Get yeah. out, you know. <clears throat> In terms of other debutants, Nicola Pepe, obviously, mm. and Danny Ceballos coming off the bench. Pepe, the 200th man to represent Arsenal in the Premier League yesterday. Really? I believe Martinelli then became the 201st. <laughs> yeah. um, so they always take the stat yeah. that, that sounds yeah. the best, yeah. but... I mean, they didn't really impact the game too much. Didn't really have no, to. There wasn't nice much touches, they could get involved yeah. in. I think it's gonna, it looked quite Burnley, looked off the pace a bit. Yeah. Didn't he? Not off the pace, but I think it's, it's, it's been a nice game for him to come on to over the weather. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Amy Lawrence said in the Athletic though that they're going to have a high intensity behind the closed doors match this week. Really, yeah. try and get the new players up to speed. So yeah, I no, expect, you know, I mean, I know you said Mkhitaryan was worked hard and what I thought we had a poor game yeah, he did, very have, he poor did game. have a poor game and I expect product. him to be dropped for the Burnley game I do expect him to I be I think you'll see Ozil come back in as well at home game next week yeah, I guess but I think you do and Lacazette yeah. I, I, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of changes yeah. next week yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't say Willock or Nelson deserve to be dropped because I thought both of them were excellent what I do like about both of them firstly Willock's how tenacious he is how he wants yeah. it he's, the one where he got knocked off the ball by Shelby and he, he come back and won it again ball, yeah. and Reese Nelson he's just always he wants to get the ball moving straight away. He, pass, he goes, he takes one touch, go. He's fantastic. You know, yeah. about Nelson, you know, um, last season people said, oh, he had a good first half of the season, then he, they, they didn't see him for the second half of the season. People were complaining about his pre-season performances and whatnot, and I just thought, you know what, give the boy a chance. Mm. What I saw yesterday 
was him learning from his time at Hoffenheim because he said when he went to Hoffenheim, he was very static. Mm. He used to wait for the ball to come to him. And what they worked on him was moving without the ball, creating space for yourself and for others. He's done that. He's done that a lot yesterday. And you know, how, how good is it for him as a young lad and Willock? Might not a bit different because he was our only right back. Mm. For them two to be told, get the nod. You know what? Yeah. Oh. You've been brilliant pre-season. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Here's your reward. Yeah. And how good was that? Yeah, exactly. Feel for them, and, exactly. and they want to give back to the gaffer. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. And I don't know if Freddie Lumbo's got any chance, any any sort of input on that because obviously he's, he's worked with them, yeah. obviously. But it, it's uh, nice absolutely. to see. Absolutely. And there's a great stat to come out of it as well, isn't there? The fact that Arsenal named two English teenagers in Willock and Nelson yeah. in the starting Sorry. Oh, Sorry. I know. Yeah. 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 First time since February 1998. Mental. Before yeah. they were born. That, that is crazy. Upson, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, correct. That is crazy. Yeah. Here's another mad stat for you. Go on. Alex Iwobi is our dearest player we've ever sold. Yeah, most expensive player ever sold. Most expensive sold. player sold. Yeah. And before that was um, Oxlade Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a little bit different yeah. of yeah. Radon, but that is, I think that's crazy. Yeah. That Iwobi yeah. is. I mean, you know what? I, going back to the two go, to the two boys, I think they had a massive... Con- considering the conditions that you're talking about, windswept, rainy, you know, big game for them. There mean, a lot of adrenaline. I think, you know, people say... One or two people saying that he kind of... Nelson kind of faded towards the end. It's to be expected. You yeah, know, no, exactly. A, you know, it was it was it was a big shift they put in. They well, put in a lot of work yesterday. You know, um, and you know, I thought the team. You know, I thought the team were pretty compact or tried to remain compact. They weren't very expansive. I don't think they needed to be very expansive. No. You know, it was a good game to start actually. You I know, think someone good one to get your eye in first clean sheet since who knows when. That's mental, yeah. wasn't it? That yeah. Was yeah. You know, well, it's an interesting stat that you. You only kept one clean sheet away from home all last season, season yeah. against Watford in April. Yeah. All season, you've already equalled it. We've yeah. done it already, yeah, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Just speak hoodoo off your back. Yeah. Someone else I'm going to, I'm going to recognise uh, yesterday's performance, and he gets a lot of stick. And I thought Zaka, after the first 10 minutes, a little bit shaky, I thought he was superb. It, I mean, just watching him talking, he, it was yeah. a, a real captain's performance from yesterday. Yeah, I thought he, he, he what he did, he decided to Controlled anchor. Yeah, the he anchored he did. it. Exactly what he done. And he let Zinjuzi sort of like <clears throat> yeah. be the one that be a bit, be more, bit more progressive. He was like, okay, I'm the senior player. I'm going to sit and just he had, he had, the, he had the tools yeah. regarding Willock and Nelson and yeah. even Mkhitaryan and, yeah. and moving around. Yeah. He didn't have to do the moves. Yeah. And as you said, he just sit there, yeah. little pass ball, yeah. use Montreal a lot, at, popped out to left, yeah. popped out to Mike. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a senior performance. It, it really was. Good. And there's a great photo when we scored. Um, Bamiang and Mike and I were doing their dancing, mm. like celebrating. And Jack is like, yeah. Like doing the captain, get your head like, on, get your yeah. head on, screwed on it, like, yeah. get tuned yeah. in. You know, well, it's the most important. Emery's yet to name officially the I captain, it right? so it was mm. Xhaka, hundredth Premier League appearance for yeah. Arsenal for mm. Xhaka. So do you yeah. think that's who they're going to go with? I think so. I think, so. Yeah. I think it's a logical. I think it's. I think yeah. he picks himself really. There's no yeah. one else really in there. I would have a lead up. I mean, the Socrates, others, you, the, others, the others, you could, you know, you, you, you give your own. You, you can. I don't know. You, you might have biased opinion about Bellerin or whoever but I suppose look Jack has done it at Munchen Gladbach he's, he's captain for the country captain from a young age you know, he even so come out and said in the press this week that he's captain his country and how much of an honour it is but he said it'd be an even more of an honour to captain Arsenal Football Club go. and there he mentioned go. the old yeah. captain stuff so I think yeah. fair play I don't so, know what his long term future is though here to be honest with you I think we're depends. a different team when he's not there though yeah, I think depends. I'll be watching really interested this season to see how we develop and how we move. I think we're going to move. I think we're moving past Mkhitaryan. Yeah, I think we're moving on from that type of player. And I think if we're going to be more progressive, more quick about it, more you know tenacious and whatnot, <coughs> the tem- when the tempo goes, we've got to be able to mix up the tempo. And I think, as has been said by me and Dave last week, when the temperature rises, Xhaka is found wanting. Yep. 
you know. So I think after this season, maybe I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of evolve again. Yeah, well, it was a win and a clean sheet on the opening day of a Premier League season for the first time since, chaps, 2008-9. Who was that? Come on, little quiz. First clean sheet since... Newcastle. 2008-9, opening day of the season. First time you've won and kept a clean sheet since then. Everton Everton or someone, I don't know. It was West Brom, goal scorer, 1-0 victory. Samir Nazari. Absolutely. (laughs) Right, we're talking about transfers next. Love sport. This is the Arsenal Fan Show on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, here with the guys from Gunnerstown, Charlie East and Giles Anyam. Right, transfer talk next, fellas. We, last week, it was before the deadline had passed, obviously, so we didn't get a chance to talk about <coughs> David Luiz and Kieran Tierney also over the line now, but David Luiz. Well, to be fair, we knew all summer, really, we probably knew all summer that Kieran Tierney was going to happen. Yeah. David Luiz... Completely out of the blue. I love this deal, and part of the reason I, I love this deal, not only for the fact that he is going to improve the team, but it's also that it, it didn't get caught up in this deadline day, summer transfer window nonsense mm. that we get used to with the yellow ticker yeah. and social media going crazy and all kinds of different rumours. It was amicable between him and Chelsea. Arsenal registered their interest. Player spoke to club. Clubs agreed a fee. Bish, bash, bosh. Done. That's edu. how it should be done. Edu. Edu, yeah. Bish, bash, bosh, edu. It's all edu. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can show you now that it was all edu. Yeah. Keir okay. Drabjum obviously played in yeah, the past as well. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but he's, he's, they've, we, had a, we had a little thing with him on deadline the last deadline day in January. That's it. Yeah. We had a little, on the last day we linked with him. Um, I think, looking at Chelsea's performance yesterday at United, and you see Kurt Zuma, the way he played, <laughs> It's it's a tough one, isn't it? And Frank Lampard is clearly wanting to put faith in the youth and he's definitely, you could admire him for that, but Jose Mourinho had his comments to say after the I game. I thought Jose was bang on. Did you? Yeah, I thought it doesn't matter how you want to play. If you, you've got to be compact. You've got to defend as a team. And I think Frank will have to work on that. I think yeah. the players will have to work on and that. And I think they're crazy because ultimately, really, if we're realistic, Gannon, before this deal happened, realistically, You'd probably say your top three are going to be realistically. Let's be fair. Liverpool, it's going to be Liverpool, Liverpool in Tottenham, yeah. and it's probably going to be that one spot between us, Chelsea United, and I think. Hope, hope I'm right. I think just with that deal, Chelsea have wrote themselves out of that now straight away. Do you think? Yeah, I just think that defensively, I, I, I can't. Then, I think they found wanting a little bit up front, mm. and now they've probably just taken out. I think Rudiger's a fantastic player, by the way. I think he really is. He's not fit. Mm. Christensen last season didn't play as much a game yeah. last yeah. season virtually, and and they've let Kale go obviously. And Zuma, all right, done all right. Everton playing for Everton every week and playing for Chelsea every week are two completely different things. Mm. And, I, and I think that showed yesterday. They don't lose that four 0 with David Luiz after yesterday. They do not lose that four 0 with him there. So in terms and of he's his, on the bench for us. So. Well, and I'm sure he'll he'll play. I think he will, from, yeah, from now on. In terms of his impact at the club. It's going to be a big one for you. I mean, there's no all oh, he used to play for Chelsea. No, he's no, absolutely no. Arsenal favourite already. He's a winner. Yeah. He's just got his one. Everywhere he's been, he wins leagues, wins mm. titles. Big personality. I think that's a big, big thing about him. Big personality. You know, um, you know, he's effervescent. He's, he's, he's you know, he's, he's, his presence is there. I just want to make sure, I just want to really see that he's matured. You know, I want to see that maturity, you know, on the field, not just off the field and whatnot, but on the field, like leading. Because I think, I think Socrates needs somebody that tells mm. him, stand there. Yeah. You know, and I think hang back a bit. I think he will. You know? And and even like, I see a stat about he's he put the most through balls in oh, the whole yeah. Premier League last season. Listen, 
Right, and I know a defender should defend, mm -hmm. but that's one with of a Barry Ang and yeah. Pepe, yeah. that's going to benefit yeah. us. Yeah. He's, he's put us. it on a six, but he's, he's so, so adept at that. He's, he's, lot, he's, he's probably the pieces. most attacking centre-back in the league. I mean, in, more so than... I know Harry, Harry Maguire is a different kind of dribbling kind of... Center, but in terms of technical ability, yeah. I don't think he's much better than David Luiz. And he will play well. He, it, that, would, that was probably a factor in, in bringing him here. Yeah, and if we go free yeah. to the back, which he does like free, freaking move, he, he's someone who can fit perfect in there. Yeah. And who knows, eventually, maybe you're playing a tough game, Man City away, and you've got holding the soccer to his fit, playing well, he could play at CDM. You know, he could just slip in there sit, as a liberal sitting in just in front of the back four yeah. as another sort of body there yeah. do you know what I mean it just completed the transfer window beautifully didn't it that deadline day <sighs> with the fact that both and we said last week that if that centre back came in it just gave Unai Emery a bit of a buffer because mm. he's brought him in so there's no excuse he doesn't have to worry about the fact that he didn't bring someone yeah. in if something bad happened in that back line he's brought him in so he's got that buffer around £140 million in total you must be delighted with this oh, window yeah, yeah. I really am and I think he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's touched everything that needed touching yeah. the wide player out right mm. dealt with that with Pepe a creative someone in the middle maybe around your replacement Sabayos maybe is that me short as it may be Kieran Tierney absolutely that's the one I'm over the moon with the most Absolutely delighted. Get him once he's fully fit. You think hopefully with him and Hector, you've got your left and right back sorted for the next five, six years. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm. I mean, if they keep him fit, they should. And everything you hear about Tierney from people who've already met him at Arsenal, from people who are at Celtic, they say he's just the ultimate professional. Yeah. That's what you want. Throwback. Just, just, yeah. just an old school yeah. Yeah. left back. And Even when watching him in the videos and that, yeah. it's quite unassuming. You see the video he's... Arsenal put out, the 80 yeah. minute one about the yeah. transfer deadline day. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, the, it's all the back. It's like yeah. all the sort of behind-the-scenes behind the scenes stuff. stuff yeah. It's brilliant. 18 minutes long. It's really, really good. No, he's, he looks quite honest. He looks almost socially awkward. I mean, I was yeah. watching his first training session, training session with um, Hector Bellerin, and he just seen that maybe his new boy. Yeah. Very shy, new boy, yeah. Very shy. Yeah. And Hector was actually saying, you know, look, there's cameras, there's cameras everywhere, bro. But he also, I am noticed Hector Bellerin actually also said, I've been using my left foot. Yeah. He goes, my left foot is going to train it. The, the coach said, yeah, his left foot is pretty good now. Remember, Hector Bellerin only had a right foot before, yeah, yeah, so no, yeah. hopefully he comes back. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you. I think that, 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 that duet there is on par, hopefully, with Liverpool's duet. Yeah, oh, I, I think that's, that's fair. I don't know, I think you know. it's... Uh, but no, overall, but I think we people have left as well, obviously. We got rid of a lot of the old Deadwood. The Deadwood had gone, and mm. Eddie and Ketia, who we we spoken a lot a about, yeah, obviously uh, Chris, not a big fan of Enketia. He's never championed him on this show. <laughs> never championed him. Just said he Pretty wasn't good. sure about him. I looked at it and thought, is it the right thing? But I think it probably is. It's good, Game time. Good team to go to and all. If you're yeah. play a leader, there, there's Barry also is a good manager. There's it? a good manager there. Mm. They're they're a club that are under pressure all the time. They're a team that got forty thousand every yeah. week. It's going it's to be big, like playing. Yeah. He's going to, the pressure's going to be on him. Yeah, that's, so, a good, that's a good point. So I think it's a good move for him to be fair. Yeah, arguably the biggest team in the championship. He didn't turn up to Bristol, did he? Yeah. He had it all lined up. Bristol yeah. City. Mm. He didn't turn up on the medical. Yeah. yeah. So he clearly there'd clearly been a phone call there, and yeah. and he was like, Go oh on. no, this this is a bit better. Yeah. We've got about three weeks, gents, until the La Liga, Serie A, and Bundesliga windows shut. League One, League Two as well, but they'll just be loan deals if anything happens there. Mm. Are you expecting anyone else to go? Just. Mustafi. Oh, El Nene, El Nene. apparently, El Nene, apparently, Galatasaray, Galatasaray yeah. are supposed to be stepping up their pursuit of El Nene. So, you know, again, he's the one that's got no future, really. And he, I think he'll just be blocking anyone's, but he'll be blocking the kids. But 
it's go. I think you might you see know. Maverick Ponos going alone and all. Yeah. Do you? Did you hear about a few weeks ago, apparently he wasn't really happy about not being given a chance. I'm He's not fit though, is he? Yeah, I think he, I think there were, I think it's, I think is it Nico Stabisas is his agent. Mm. They were talking about sending him back to one of the Greek clubs. Greek clubs, thought, no, way. See that. no way, you want to go, you want to go to, you know. Um, a, something else I heard as well about um, Smith Rowe, if they get him fit before the window, he'd probably go on out Germany. Back to Leipzig Somewhere for a year. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. Well, it's proved obviously to be a massive success. I just want to very quickly touch on Henrik Mkhitaryan. We didn't really elaborate in that first section about him. He got a bit of stick after yesterday's game. Kind of seems like an easy target for Arsenal fans at the moment. He's going to stay at the club, right? But in terms of minutes, is he going to be called upon as much as I others think, in the I squad? I think you'll see him a lot. I think you'll see him quite a lot this year. Do you think? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I hope not. But I a lot of Arsenal fans don't hope not, but I, I think you will. So what's the... Giles, you're not a fan, I, I've Charlie? I've never been a fan, to be I, honest with you. I'm not a massive fan, but I'm, I am a fan, but I don't think you play for the clubs you've played for if you're not no good. I think he does a job. I think no one on that pitch worked hard on the missed day. And the final product was not good, I know it was. But him and Aubameyang have got that... Yeah, you've got to, did, uh, two good moments in, in whatever, whatever long he was on the field. Yeah, right, I, I think, I think, but I think really but Arsenal fans... We do love a scapegoat. We always got someone to look, point your fingers at, and I think Mkhitaryan will be that one this year. And I think it was quite funny, poignant. Mm. Did you notice the, the five o'clock deadline when the mm. window shut? Yeah. Five, two minutes past five, he put a picture up when Arsenal shirt with a finger lip. Really? I'm ready to go, <laughs> Arsenal. Yeah, if you go on his, on his Twitter, there's a picture of him with a new Arsenal kit. Oh, I quite Let's like go. that. Yeah, I like that. I think, I think we're stuck with him for the season. Yeah, um, I think we're on two hundred twenty grand a week. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of him for the season. And you know, he's one of the more senior attacking midfielders. He will get minutes, but I do think this season we'll, we'll move beyond him. Okay. I think you got to think your open league and stuff like that. You're going to need people yeah. like that in that team. We're going to have to. Speaking of new kits mm. as well, gents. Mm. Obviously, a big summer signing mm. was Adidas. You're getting it, Charlie. I've tried, yeah, I'm going to. I've got to tell you, mate. Yeah, you need. Yeah, it's a snug fit. <laughs> but the classic lines come out. Did you know that this kit features Climalite technology to wick sweat? There you go. What, what's the, what more reason right could you then, want to get a new kit? It's going to be all right. Then, is it the hundred pound version? Is it because there's a hundred pound version? There's a normal, there's a Charlie version pounds, of fifty five. They do player version versions, of don't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. I'll wear the player version. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> but it is also made from recycled plastics, isn't it? Recycled polyester. Lovely. So it's green. It's a green kit. Yeah, that deal with. Adidas, very good for Arsenal this season. Nice Three fantastic kits. Yeah. I think they've, as kit launches go, smashed it. they've smashed it. You know, they have smashed it. They really have. Really have. Really have. They have well smashed done. it. And two people who were nearly smashed, for want of a better term, was Meza Ozil and Said Kalasinac. Mm. We're going to be talking about them and what's happening with that whole situation and the guys that mugged them. Very dodgy after this. This is Love Sport. Yeah, you're listening to Love Sport on the Arsenal Fan Show. Me and Matt Biddle here with the guys from Gunnerstown, Giles Anyam and Charlie East. Right, we're going to move on to this situation with Meza Ozil and Sayed Kolasinac now because we all thought that they might be in the starting lineup against Newcastle, but we've had news today that they are out of action indefinitely after this battle we're really hearing. Really apparently that. so. We don't. We, apparently there's a lot to do with rival gangs getting involved. These are the reports. Eastern Europeans intervened. Kolasinac's wife has gone back to Germany because yeah, yeah. she's she's worried. An under-24-hour guard 
That's what we're hearing now is that they're under 24-hour guard. Obviously, two men were arrested after rocking up to Ozil's home. And Unai has obviously come out and said, look, the welfare of our players and their families is always a top priority. So we've taken this decision following discussion with the players and their reps. He doesn't know when they're going to be available. Wow. And um, Listen, this could be that they both play next week. Yeah, we don't yeah. know yet. We don't yeah. know. It's obviously a precaution made yeah. by the club. But what seemed initially to look, it was never a bit of fun. But what we saw on online, and we were kind of a joking about it. Class and that's a bit mm. of a hard man. But it seems there's a lot more something a bit more to it. Yeah, there's a dark, there's a darker side to it. We're not sure. We're not. We won't. We don't know what could, yet. But could it be to the fact that now you might see them both leave in time soon because of it? It's sort of that thing could happen mm. if someone doesn't feel safe in this country and they're generally not, then they c- it could be the end of the two of them. You don't mm. know. Do you know I mean? hopefully, hopefully not. But I would say as well, you don't know how accurate the reports are either. You know yeah. how the newspapers like to elaborate a little yeah. bit. So we don't know what the deal is with, with gangs and, and who's intervened and why this has happened. But obviously there has been an incident. So, I, think- I mean, you, you mentioned that Urza will probably be back. If he isn't back, you think the team are going to be okay? Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think with the games, I'd like him back for um, not so much Liverpool away. No, because yeah. I don't think they had fit into his play at all. No. But I want him back for Tottenham. Yeah, I want him back at Tottenham. Um, yeah, and then if he hasn't well. played before, then would you? I don't know, but I think what I think is quite a good thing I've seen come out. Not, it's not a good thing, but at first, a lot of jokes on social media. People, oh, another away game, Ozil was missing, and and then them sort of people got put mm. to, to right, yeah. like. This is serious. Mm. It's not a joke thing. Absolutely. And people are not joking about or taking the mickey mm. out of Ozil for not going to the away game again or so forth. It's here and I hope, but we all hope that obviously they're safe and mm. everything turns out to resolve yeah. in the right yeah. world. It's, it's just a shame for the yeah. London society in general. Do you know what I mean? At the yeah. moment, it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, watch this space on that one. I'm sure we'll have more news next week. But right now, it's one of my favourite parts of the show. It's the Legend of the Week. See what your club legend was wearing at classicfootballshirts.co.uk. The place for football shirts. Legend of the week on the Arsenal Fan Show. Charlie, would you like to reveal who it is? Oh, this is a big one tonight. <laughs> it's probably one of the best footballers we've had at our football club. Changed the face of Arsenal Football Club. Okay. Dennis Burkamp. There it yeah. is. And, and, and you're right, because no matter what age you are, if you go, even if you speak to some of the older gooners, They'll say they've never seen a player like Bergham in, in an Arsenal shirt, yeah. you know, and that's testament to the kind of player he was, you know. Um, he was something else. He changed Arsenal football yeah. club. Yeah, I know. It's it mad as people say he did. And the thing is, Wenger, it made Wenger's Wenger's rule or his his methods easy. The fact that Dennis Bergham was there because he was the first player to actually adopt yeah. Wenger's, um, you know, his dietary this and blah blah his scientific. Um, not um, uh, his philosophy, his nutrition, yeah, everything exactly. you want to do in football, and yeah. people like like the, some other players are a bit sceptical. When you see your best player doing it, yep. Ian Wright, suit. Ian Wright, and Thierry Henry have both spoke at how they their favourite players mm. play alongside. And you've got two players who scored that many goals. Mm. Isn't there a great story for me and Wright that they saw the each other in a picture? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm signing for yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they give a big cuddle <laughs> and stuff. And, people, and Ian Wright is really, it's, it's quite well known that Wright didn't get on with Bruce Rioch. Mm. And Wright, he publicly said to people, and people say, Rioch, best thing Rioch ever done for Arsenal, signed yeah. this Burkham. He didn't sign this Burkham. He was just manager 
when David Dean signed in his Bergkamp. Yeah. Wright was yeah. really quick to point that out, yeah, wasn't he? Because yeah. a lot of people say, oh, Leif Rijok signed his Bergkamp. Mm. I remember his first game, it was our first season. I remember, I don't know, I must have been about seven or eight, I remember it. And we had to win the last game of the season against get, Bolton get, to, get, uh, to yeah. get into a, a UEFA yeah, Cup, Cup yeah. spot. And the 91st minute, Burkham hit a screamer in the top corner yeah. in front of the clock end. And uh, I think, one down, Colin Lee scored for Bolton. Did he? Well, That's how long ago it was. Or, or, or did his dad manager and his son scored? It was like a... Yeah, Colin Lee was a manager. Colin Bell was a manager, was Someone, it? It was a Lee manager and his yeah. son played. Yes, yeah. of course it was. What's his first I name? can't remember. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway, um, but he scored and we were 2-1 down. I think Platt scored. Platt and Burkham was on the same day. Yeah. And Burkham... Uh, David Burkham also... Wrongly, worst moment in an Arsenal shirt. Probably changed the history for Manchester United. That penalty oh, miss. Semi-final, you mean yeah, Colin Todd, don't you? Todd, yes, sorry, yes, yes sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. And his son Andy. There yeah, go, and yeah. he scored. Yeah, but that penalty miss against Michael. Oh. Well, it's an interesting one, Dennis Burkamp, isn't it? Because I've, I've been looking a little bit at it, and the fact that obviously he did start slowly mm. at the club. I dredged up an old article from the Independent, by the way, and I never knew this. And you might get angry with me by oh, reading the it out. Thing. Yeah. Didn't realise that. What? Yeah. His favourite player with a team or something was Glenn Hoddle. Oh, well, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. The way the independent phrase it, the, yeah. the Dutch international striker's arrival from Inter yesterday must be the first instance of a Tottenham fan receiving a rapturous welcome in Highbury's marble halls. Did Alan Sugar said be a waste of money as well? Yeah. I remember the headline because I think they signed uh, Chris Armstrong. They did. Yeah. And yeah. they thought that we bought the flop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was named after Dennis Burkham, uh, uh, Dennis Law as well, wasn't he? Was he really? Yeah, apparently yeah. he was named after yeah. Dennis Law, but they added in the extra N because they didn't want it to be confused with a girl's name, something oh, okay. with Denise. Denise. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think you've just got to look at Burkham's time at Arsenal when he's loved by all. The testimonial mm. said that as well. Yeah. Open the Emirates Stadium. He's he, he, he's loved everywhere he's been. You think Ajax, they see him as, obviously they've got Cruyff, but he's up there with the Cruyffs. Yeah. Holland, that goal he scored against Argentina yeah. at the World Cup in 1998. Yeah. Absolutely... And you know what? What's your favourite Burkamp goal? Go on. I've got to say Dabby's ass. I love that. I that was just complete, complete utter genius for me. The greatest I mean, goal of all, I mean, Premier League goal yeah, of all you, time in the twentieth yeah, anniversary. You, you could say the the Holland goal against Argentina. You could say the 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 the, the hat trick. My favourite goal yeah. was one against Sunderland at Roker Park. Oh, yeah. yeah, he'd done this little yeah. the hand over <laughs> yeah. Merson and Stephen yeah. Hughes, yeah. and he'd done that little. Oh, yeah. just, yeah. class. That was yeah. a he, he, it, that was at a stage where he seemed to be scoring that particular goal, All opening up his body yeah. and Little, curling yeah. it incredibly. So the Davizos one's interesting, and when you read his his autobiography, and I was watching the interview before it, and the fact that people say that mean the absolute. Now, nonsense. Do you know what? I watched it over and over again earlier today, mm. and I, yeah, he one hundred percent meant it. The way his body swivels yeah. as he, he touches knows it, what he's doing, yeah. yeah. And when you hear him talking about it, and the fact that he said, "Look, Robert put it behind me. The only natural movement was for me to do that." And he said, whether it looked stupid or whether it looked beautiful, that's what I meant yeah. to do. He had that nasty side in him and all. He did, as well. Which he I was. Think, which was, which he got was. him yeah. through stuff. Which I he loved was. It. He was a bit. He was a bit nasty. He could handle himself. You know, I remember there was a story from, um, I think it was uh, Van Persie when he first arrived at the club. Bit of a prima donna, yeah. blah blah blah. I think he was in the change rooms in the bath, siphon a soak, and all he could hear was someone kicking the ball or something like that, and get another ball, kick the ball, get another ball. Looks out the window and it was Dennis Burkamp. Everybody else had gone on. It was Dennis Burkamp practicing his left foot and his right foot. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. And then he, he said, he realised at that moment, this is what it takes to be a, a star, a proper player at Arsenal. And it's, that, that, you hear those kind of stories, you know, um, his relationship with Burkamp, um, Leon Berg on the field, yeah. you know, um, 
you've heard glowing reports from all the players about just mm-hmm. how special, but his dedication to his artistry is probably un, un, not spoken about enough. Yeah, you know, and he loved he loved the English culture as well. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard a said a story before where they tried to wind up Martin Keown about a new signing. It was a groundsman coming for a, a groundsman coming for an interview in a Bayern Munich tracksuit, yeah. <laughs> and Bergkamp came up with the idea that. Let's pretend this is a new centre half. Yeah. Burkamp's told everyone, and Parler's got everyone, and Keogh's coming. Who's that then? And Burkamp's going, it's a new centre half from Bayern. <laughs> and Keogh's come marching into Keogh's office. Uh, office. Wasn't Keogh oh, quite um, insecure? Yeah. Because that was the same thing with Stepanovs, wasn't yeah. it? He, they were like, we're going to get into him. Because yeah. he was always really worried that he wasn't yeah, going to yeah, start. Yeah. So and he got right in. And the other one, because remember he needed the last, he come on at Everton yeah. for the thing, and they said yeah. to him, Leicester. They got someone else yeah. undressed it, they? Half time, yeah. Shield Grimondo started kicking off. And he wanted to kill him. Yeah. But, um, it's no. interesting when you actually look back. Obviously, you had a very slow start. He didn't score in his first mm. seven games. Southampton scored was, two, didn't That's he? it. Mm. There was the League Cup game. Is it Hartlepool or somewhere where he was dreadful? Yeah. And really everyone bad. was like, crikey, this, this guy might be a flop. But he came good. <laughs> Interestingly, like midway through his career, I was looking at his appearances. And the season before that Newcastle goal, when you you won the double, mm. and he was sent off for two-footing Jamie Carragher in yeah. that game where Carragher threw the coin threw back the coin. In, mm. in the crowd. Firstly, that season, by the way, you had so many sendings off yeah. in that yeah, season. Absolutely ridiculous. Him, yeah, yeah. But the season prior, he was out of favour. He was. In the he cup was. final, he came mm. off the bench. Yeah, mm. And it was a year where we had we had, we had Will Tord, yeah. Carnu, Henri. Mm. He was fourth choice a long yeah. time. And it looked like he was going to go. And then he had a season out of it. And then the year after, something happened to someone. And he just came back yeah. to form again. Yeah. It was excellent. I think it might be the last year at Highbury. Yeah. And he was just... Did you play last year at Highbury? Yeah, his, fi- his final ever yeah. game was the Champions League final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. against Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. And then he opened the stadium, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Can yeah. I just ask you, as fans, your opinion? Because you said he'd give everything for the club, mm. but he wouldn't fly. Yeah, um, I think you have to respect people's decisions, for things like that. I know it's very upsetting, it's annoying, but you know that when you sign him. Mm. It's mm. not. It's not happened. He had an incident. Was it? Was it the USA '94? Same yeah. happened on the runway, didn't yeah. it? Mm. And if that's, we've all got things we don't like doing or we won't do. If 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 it happens, happens. And don't get me wrong, that I was a mascot Fiorentina. It's the only game he ever drove out to a group game, by the way. Yeah. And he was there. And um, you were a mascot. I was a mascot yeah, of Fiorentina yeah. away in the Champions League. No way. Yeah, and I got, I got all pictures of him. I'll show you a minute. Yeah. It, I was um, of all pictures of Burkamp. The only other game he went to, two games, was Lons in the semi-final. That was in front. Yeah, that's. Great. And then he drove to Copenhagen. For the final, over the, yeah, it's not too yeah. Only three games you ever played in Europe away. Crikey. I think look, nowadays, you know, we, we we're talking about men's health problems. It's all out in the open exactly. and whatnot. Men's yeah. health issues and whatnot, or mental issues and whatnot. Back then, you know, yeah, got a lot. Of stick. God, I got, got a lot. Of stick stick, you know, and um, it must have been difficult for him. But it shows his strength of mind, that he, strength of character. That he said he was steadfast. Like, no, I'm not. You know. And Wenger is the type of manager that probably he needed that. that yeah, time. imagine if you had Ferguson. You know, oh, don't know. fly, Sir Alex. You get on that playing sort of kick up the backside. Where's he from, mate? Where's he from? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dennis Burke. I'm just to finish. The only Dutchman in the English Football Hall of Fame. There the only go. one. That's mad. He is, isn't it? There yeah. you go. That is mad. Dennis Burkamp, Legend of the Week. See what your club legend was wearing at classicfootballshirts.co.uk. The place for football shirts.
Right, up next we I've, have I've got, probably got to slip about 5-2, is that right? Up next, Charlie, what are you doing, mate? We're on air and you're chatting away, you're both reclining in your seats. So this is a professional outlet for crying out loud. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, he's also trying to show me pictures on his phone of him as a mascot. I can't wait to see them, by the way. But up next, we are going to be speaking to Chris Bowden, sports editor and chief football writer of the Burnley Express about the game at the weekend. Love sports. This is the Arsenal Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Me, Matt Beadle, with the guys from Gunners Town, Giles Anyam and Charlie East. We've got about 10 minutes left. And now I'm delighted to say that Chris Bowden, sports editor and chief football writer of the Burnley Express, is on the line to discuss the game at the weekend. Burnley travelling to the Emirates. No win at Arsenal since 1974. No victory oh, over Arsenal <laughs> since a Carling Cup win. Carabao Cup win, I should say. League Cup win, we'll say, just to make it nice and easy, in December 2008. Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh, pleasure. You're all right, chaps. Yeah, Good evening. Good evening. delighted to have you on, mate. So, an opening day victory <clears throat> for Burnley. What, what can we expect from them at the Emirates on Saturday? Or at the weekend, sorry. Yeah, good question. Good question. I think uh, if you looked at sort of last last season, uh, you know, with with the uh, Europa League commitments and that the manager was manager was trying to evolve, you know, the, the style really, the way Burnley played, and they've uh, they might have done, you know, sort of horses for courses. He changed to the three centre backs at, at Arsenal in uh, December, and you know they lost three one. You know, might have, might have maybe sneaked a, a, a draw on a, on a on another day, you know, uh, it, but uh, maybe not. But it, I mean, this to this time around, I, I think he'll just go with, uh, you know, with Burnley's strengths, you know, pretty much the four four two, and uh, you know, try and make life awkward for Arsenal and worry, you know, worry about Burnley and not about what the opposition are going to do. All right, Chris. I was going to say, you guys seem comfortable in your own skin now this season, as opposed to last year where it was a bit up and down. And then after you know, after you come out of the Europa, you kind of steadied the ship, and then. You know, we're a bit more consistent. I think it looks like you know you're going to have Wood and uh, Ashley Barnes up front. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, you would say so. I think that was probably the you know one of the, the main question marks uh, going into Saturday whether uh, Jay Rodriguez would get a start back at the club. I mean, Wood had scored nine in pre-season. Jay uh, Jay had got six, and Barnes hadn't scored. But uh, he likes the Wood Barnes combination, and it came uh, came up trumps again. Hi, Chris. Charlie, I've been on a very selfish point of view. I've got Jay Rodriguez and Phil Bards in my dream team. Neither of them started. Try to no. take them out. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I mean, I mean Phil Bards was fabulous last season. You know, in, in a very, you know, he, he came into the side, you know, around, around that, uh, you know, the, the halfway mark of the season when Burnley, you know, really slumped. You know, they lost at Spurs last minute. They lost to yeah. Arsenal. Uh, got beat 5-1 at home to Everton and that was like the real Nadir but uh, you know second half of the season with Barsley at right back uh, you know they, they put Tom Heaton back in goal ahead of Joe Hart Dwight McNeil on the left hand side and uh, they, well I mean, they were safe with three games to go which you wouldn't have thought on uh, on Boxing Day No I think I think you've got to, the job Sean Dyche has done there it's it's, it's it's fantastic really I think, I think the players you've got you're bringing in as well you've brought in obviously Obviously, drink water this this summer, um, and someone who does really excite me for you guys is Dwight McNeil. How, how, how do you see him playing this season? I think uh, he seems to be attracting a lot of attention, Dwight. Obviously, and for you know, it's blatantly obvious why he's uh, you know he's obviously been linked with Arsenal. At, you yeah. know, in some of the uh, the national papers, we're linked with Juventus in the summer, Manchester City. He's uh, 
just one of those rare talents. For, for a 19-year-old kid to be uh, to be happy to receive the ball in any position, whether he's under pressure, you know, he's the sort of player that you know I've, I've grown up watching uh, Arsenal teams have in the side. You know, those that are just you know not 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 afraid, not intimidated by pressure on them. Just you know, they, they have the touch and technique to be able to play their way uh, out of situations. But he can always find whether he's on the byline, whether he's under pressure always find the cross and you know not just any old cross you get yeah, uh, good, delivery. You know, good quality on it as well but uh, he's you know for a 19 year old kid I mean I think Lekeep named him in the top uh, top 40 under 20 talents in Europe and you know you, you're looking at he better figures than Sessignon over half a season yeah so you know Tottenham have just paid 30 million for, exactly uh, for Sessignon what's he worth Chris I just want to touch on the goalkeeping department you mentioned Tom Heaton there and the fact that last season was almost like a season of two halves Joe Hart played the first 19 games Tom Heaton played the the last 19 games he's now moved on to Aston Villa Joe Hart still at Burnley as is Nick Pope brought in Bailey Peacock Farrell as well in the summer to act really as a number three and kind of learn his trade among that, that, that those top two goalkeepers but Nick Pope started on Saturday he kept a clean sheet you'd imagine he'd start against Arsenal but what is the plan for the goalkeepers now and what does this mean for Joe Hart what do you think Sean Dyche is going to do do you think Nick Pope is going to be that guaranteed number one I think Pope was uh, you know, as soon as he signed the new contract in the summer uh you know, effectively five years with the uh, the option of an extra year. Uh, it was one of those that uh, I, I think the club have always been comfortable in the fact that Nick Pope will ultimately be uh, be number one. Uh, they ended up in a scenario last summer where Nick had done his he dislocated his shoulder in Aberdeen on the back of Tom dislocating his shoulder in the September mm. previous. Uh, Tom had been back for sort of like half a season, but uh, you know. Couldn't uh, couldn't rest Pope out of the team, but uh, they need. You know, Tom Tom hurt his calf in pre-season as well last year, so they ended up in a scenario where they needed. Uh, they, well, they needed a, a quality a quality goalkeeper, and uh, you know Joe Joe Hart was available. I think they paid about three and a half million quid for a seventy-five cap. England internationally was thirty-one, thirty-two. You know, it just seemed like a a no-brainer really. But Joe, probably Tom's move to Villa's killed Joe a bit. I think uh, in that. You know the manager didn't want to let both go, and Tom's got his move in first, and uh, you know Joe's got to try and uh, try and battle it out and try and get that number one shirt. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, Chris, what kind of setup will we see on Saturday? I mean, will you guys be sitting in a deep block? Would you reckon you'll be just you know playing long? I'm going to say long ball, long passes. Up to your main two. <laughs> I think of... no, nobody has to. People don't have to pussyfoot around. I think mm. Burnley. I mean, if, if you speak to the manager, he, he likes to play mixed football. But when they can get the ball and you know play through teams, you know, and, and, and they have done on on occasion, uh, they, they will do. But you know, if they can hurt teams by being direct, you know, by uh, making life awkward for uh, for centre halves and, and 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 you know fullbacks and what have you, they'll, they'll do that. But uh, you know they'll have to go in and they'll have to bank in and, and, and soak up pressure. You know they're not the sort of team that has the pace to spring out from those scenarios, but uh, they can be decent in the transitions. And uh, you know we like the likes of uh, Goodmanson, obviously Dwight McNeil, and uh, you know hitting Wood and Barnes early and playing off them really. Just four away wins last season, Chris. Only Brighton, Fulham, 
and Huddersfield managed worse. Do you think that's an area? I mean, obviously, you want to win as many games as you can, but do you think the way that Sean Dyche has approached this season will bring better away form? I see. I don't. I don't think they'll sort of alter alter the way they they go about things. Really. I mean, it, the season. Uh, the season they came up from the championship, they won one won a game away from home all season at Crystal Palace, the penultimate game. So I managed to stay up. So it, it, I don't think the manager cares which way the results come, whether they come against big six, whether they come against everyone else, whether they come at home, whether they come away. It's just about uh, accumulating as many points as close to 40 as possible and then going from there. Brilliant. Chris Bowden, thank you very much for joining us. That Cheers, was Thanks, Chris. That was Chris Bowden, sports editor-in-chief football writer of the Burnley Express. So, gents, I've just told you there that no Burnley win at Arsenal since 1974. What are your predictions, your hopes? 4-0. Yeah. Oh, wow. You've yeah. gone straight in. I wouldn't be surprised if another handball golf, just to, just to rub it in. Yeah, no, we, we <laughs> tend to have a good, a bit of a um, fortunate decision against them, yeah. don't we? Yeah. But um, no, I, I think we, I think a bit of confidence in the team. I think it'll be a good buzz around the ground Saturday. With the new season, I think everyone's looking forward to the season, and I think that does go onto the pitch mm. at Arsenal. I think if there's a bit of a, a, the the fans are on edge, it, it, we're nervous. Mm-hmm. But when there's a bit of confidence here and people are happy, it seems to have run. I think it'll be right. I think he made some. Chris made some interesting points about how they're going to set up. They're going to probably go back to front pretty quickly and then try and join them. I think they're going to sit tight. You know, and they're going to let us have a lot of the ball, and it'll be an interesting test for the centre backs, whoever the two Chambers, are. Chambers, yeah, be. I think. I, th- I, I think it changed back Ashley Barnes is a bit of nasty. He's a, he can Ooh, be nasty. He likes to get know. involved. Him and Socrates yeah. had sent last year. Yeah, Socrates exactly. yeah. should have got sent off, shouldn't he? Yeah, you know, he done him. So you know, they'll they'll be amongst, especially around the set pieces. So we've got to be on our toes, you know. But um, if we can get an early goal, I don't think you change about four. Mm, no, I don't. I think can't so. see him changing back no. four. It's way, way, way. I think you may. So you don't think Louis will come in? The thing is, I can't. Burnley but he's not, he's not come to Arsenal to sit on the bench, has he? I know no, that, but surely there's time, though. he's there not match time. fit yet. 100%. Yeah. He's played one game in pre-season. Mm. Yeah, there's time, there's time, there's time. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't see too much. Yeah. I play him at Anfield, so yeah. get him on last 20 minutes. Play him at Anfield. Yeah. yeah. OK, and just before we go, chaps, just general feeling. Obviously, that win at Newcastle was so such a crucial win because you're off the board. You, you're off the board. You've got no one sort of giving you a stick. And all of a sudden, we win on Saturday with a 12.45 game. I'm not making a big deal. Top of the league for that for that hopefully for that bit. Then City have got Tottenham. United have got Wolves. You could have a three point gap on some of the teams around you early on. Feel good factor going into the Liverpool game is exactly. a exactly. Well, they've got Allison out and yeah. Exactly. Absolutely, feel good factor going into the Liverpool game. Charlie's reclining on his chair. He's almost out of here for crying out loud. He wants to leave. He's had enough. Uh, chaps, thank you for joining thank me. You, the thank Arsenal fan show, the guys from Gunnerstown. Me, Matt Beadle. I'm going to be here for another couple of hours while we speak to the guys from Besotted for the Brentford Fan Show and then the Get European Football Show. I'll be talking to you more about that in a second. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. 